Sick by Shiana. Medical disclaimer. The advice that I'm sharing is based on my experience as a licensed massage therapist and an active participant in alternative healing practices. The advice is for educational and informational purposes only. While it may be useful to some, be smart about it. Talk to a healthcare provider before trying out some of these practices. I just want you to know that you do have options when it comes to healing. Welcome to Who You Call in Holistic. Yay. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. I am here with Brooke. Um, you guys have probably heard me call her Brooke, who knows the things. And um, <laughs> welcome, Brooke. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Uh, actually, the backstory with Brooke is I met Brooke through Noemi, my acupuncture friend. Uh, who still needs to come on here at some point, but um, I wanted to talk to Brooke about her practice and what she did for a living for when I was having the, who you call in holistic web series. Like I had actually planned on having her on as a guest for that. So I really, we, we met with my intention of having somebody on who you call in holistic years ago now. And now you're actually on the podcast with me of who you call in holistic. Full circle. And yeah. now you're not just like a guest. You're you're my friend now too. So that works. That's definitely a big perk. Yes. Yes. So um, you have your company, Browtopia, and mm-hmm. that's how I met you. You were doing mm-hmm. fabulous brows, but it wasn't just brows. Like, like I left there and like my neck, my neck felt different. My shoulders were more <laughs> relaxed. And I was like, I know she just like, waxed my brows a little bit, but then she did some rolly thing on my face and, and said some words. And how does she know my life? It was not just an eyebrow appointment. And I was like, of course, this is my life now. Like, of course I wouldn't just have a a regular eyebrow appointment. And I used to get them threaded. Um, but now I can't, I can't go back to that because you've introduced me to so much. (laughs) I feel like you need to put that on a shirt. This is my life now. (laughs) This is my life now. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. So tell us about Browtopia because you, you know, the skin things and that is is how we began. Yeah. I mean, it has, it really has been it's it's its own kind of entity of like shifting and evolving um, over the years. It's going to be 14 years um, that I've had Browtopia. Actually, it is right now because um, I I think it was like December of 2007. I I had signed a lease, so yeah, we're we're there. And um, it started out as a a refuge for what I called happy brows and glowy skin. Um, I wanted good for you grooming. Okay. Cause we all need some grooming, but I wanted it to be with products and ingredients and the overall, um, energy and service that was actually beneficial for you as a whole. Okay. Um, and I think it evolved over there more energetically because of my intention of, of what I wanted to give people that I wasn't able to fully give when I was working for other people. But when you're working on people's heads all the time, you're getting a lot of information. I mean, not just everybody's 
not everybody's getting a lot of information by the well, way. Well, <laughs> I mean, you are even when you don't know the things because like people are talking to you. Right. So we'll just start there, like as the normal, <laughs> put that right. in quotes, basic things. Um, but then you start knowing the things of how to um, support them and whatever it is that they're going through. And with brows, especially, but skin too, a lot of times people hear me say almost at the point of exhaustion, it's all connected. And it really, really is whatever's going on with your skin, whatever's going on with your brows. It's like your body's like early warning system or alert. I don't want to really say warning of, of what's going on with you on a deeper level intrinsically. You know what I mean? The physical, mental, emotional, energetic, and aesthetic really are intertwined. And so they all affect each other. And then I started to, um, had appointments with extra time. So I had time to speak with people more and to recommend teas for them, or I would make specific tea blends, or I, I would make sure that their favorite music was on because I noticed they relaxed more, or I would pull a card for them, or I gave them, you know, little uh, pearls of wisdom and things like that. And like you said, everybody always felt so much better. Mm-hmm. And so I was, you know, kind of dubbed and that's how I got the pixie. Cause I would just kind of in a short amount of time, because not everybody has two hours and $200 to go to a spa. Right. So whether you had 15 minutes or an hour, I magically just kind of made things better and whatever allotment of time. And it was great because you felt better and you looked better, mm-hmm. you know, and you kind of had a better um, sense of self. And I started becoming friends with a lot of my clients because you develop a relationship and see, here we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now it's evolved into what I call um, supernatural self-care, something that connects you to that bridges that gap between eyebrows and your brow chakra um, and all the things that I was just talking about. So a lot of times, yeah, I'll go ahead and I will have channeled messages or I will read cards and it really gives me prompts as to what's going on with that person on a deeper level so I can help them reach their outside goals, you know, with their own, um, wellness and, and aesthetic, but also too, it really self-care really shifts you. I always say like, if you're going to say something or you want something, then you better be able to back that up. And so that's what self-care does. It backs up what you say you want. It backs up with your intention. So, you know, um, whether you're applying moisturizer you know what I mean? Or you're brushing your teeth. If you actually go ahead and back up your power, you know, and your, and what you want to, um, happen with that, with some action, why not self-care? It's something that you do every day. And it's also a way of honoring yourself and taking care of yourself instead of just hurrying through things as one more thing to do. Oh, I got to put moisturizer on. Oh, I got to brush my teeth. Like these, these things are 
an honor to do. And we kind of, we get so busy and so frazzled, you know what I mean? Now it's like, okay, you know, I have to do all these things. And some people love their 14 step skincare ritual and some people become overwhelmed by that. So I like to create little celebrations that are authentic to the individual. This way you're not pulling from here and you're pulling from there and it doesn't quite feel right, but maybe it's a trend or maybe that's what so-and-so is doing and it's working great for them. Why isn't it working for me? So this way it's energy that belongs to you and that's why it works so well. So you were saying like, you know, obviously people know when things are going on with their skin, that there's like, people are more familiar now that there might be diet changes they need or Mm -hmm. um, they might need more of a a supplement in their lives. But Mm -hmm. you were able to tell me things that were going on with my organs from my eyebrows. Yeah. Like explain how that is a thing. (laughs) So, I mean, I'm going to throw it out there. Like I'm I'm not a physician. Um, But there's a disclaimer um, at the beginning of this. Okay, good. So, but um, you're your eyebrows are in an area. If you went ahead and looked at a diagram of the face, those, the, the eyebrows are in an area that is very, very dense with nerve endings. Okay. And underneath that, all these things are connected to different, um, internal organ systems of the body. So a lot of times it might not be one specific organ, but that system. Okay. So, um, A lot of times people, I'm just going to give an example, people who have a hard time growing in the front of their brow, more towards the middle, um, you know, a lot of times if they, if they're having repeated sparseness or hair loss or something in that area, um, it can be excretory related specifically with the kidneys. And then we get into the emotion of that. Um, then now don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean like, oh my God, there's something wrong with my kidneys. Okay. But maybe those kidneys need support and very much like many different, um, practices of holistic medicine, whether, you know, it's East different Eastern, uh, ways of thought, you know, and your, your acupuncture and, and all those things, um, so many modalities speak to the same thing that different internal organs, they are connected to emotions. Okay. Cause everything is energy. You talk about that all the time. Mm-hmm. So with kidneys, that's very much related to fear. Mm-hmm. Okay. And a lot of times, you know, this, we feel the things and we're like, but I'm not fearful. I'm angry or mm-hmm. I'm not angry. I'm sad. Well, you know, you can be both. Anybody, yeah. Anybody who's done therapy, like a lot of times it's not that one thing. It's like mm-hmm. the tip of the iceberg and then underneath that and underneath that and underneath like that. Like the onion effect. Yep. Don't delude yourself by thinking like your eyebrows and what's going on with your skin is any different. And that's how it's all correlated to the eyebrows, even if it's not something deeper with, um, like an organ system, sometimes it is, um, a a mechanical thing that we're doing a habit that we're doing in that area. Maybe we're exfoliating way too close to a certain area. And we repeatedly, um, pencil in our eyebrows in that area, but very forcefully, you know what I mean? Um, so sometimes, you know, it's everyday little habits that you're doing of self-sabotage, but also 
why are you doing those things? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? What's going on in your life? And you and I, we had this conversation fairly recently where like the eyebrows don't lie. You hear that like all the time about like the tarot cards or whatever. They don't lie. Well, let me tell you, the eyebrows don't lie either Mm -hmm. because you know, as well as I do, I can look back on pictures of myself when I was in my twenties and let's stop everyone blaming the nineties for our bad eyebrows. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, we were all a little misguided, but as long as you're maintaining the integrity of your shape, you know, however thick or thin you want them to be is on you. But I will say the thinner and more botched the brows are, usually that person's internal emotional state is um, unstable. Compromised. (laughs) Yes. Very unstable. It is, it's, it's in need of support. Mm -hmm. I like that that phrase that you're using in need of support. mm -hmm. It's a cry. It's, it's a cry for help and support. Like, please somebody pay attention because I'm, feeling kind of crazy. Mm. So the crazy, you look crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yep. Makes sense. It doesn't have to be that way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so what has your, um, what has your pivot been like with your, you went from having a building, um, to knowing the things and doing the things with that. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of always did the things on the down low Mm -hmm. and the closer I was with the client, if I knew that hopefully I wasn't going to freak them out because some clients love me. And then like, then I scared them, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so that's always awkward. Right. Oh, it's it's so horrible. They're like, I want to know. People don't want you to know. Right. And they're like, I want to know. I'm like, you don't know. You don't, you're not ready for this. And Mm -hmm. I'm not telling you, like, you need to do some internal, you know, sit and retreat for a little bit, because look, a lot of times I'm not telling you anything that you don't already know. I mean, Mm -hmm. sometimes I am don't get me wrong, but a lot of times I'm just shining the light on something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it would, it would be, um, you know, from pulling cards or, uh, working with different gemstones. And of course, you know, certain, uh, astrological transits, I'm not an astrologist, but I do know enough that I can feel the shifts with energy. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I work with that, with the self-care the services that I'm doing, you know, like uh, the waning part of the moon is the better time to go ahead and remove hair. So if I knew a client had water wealth, you know what I mean? Or they would get real red or irritated. I would make sure that somehow we structured their appointments to that time. And that would, if it didn't take care of the problem, it, it reduced it by at least half. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and like going back to the, the teas and the music or Reiki, I would infuse everything. Like you said, sprinkle that shit out everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would do that. I would, I was doing Reiki before I knew what Reiki was. Mm-hmm. Um, and working with seasonal ingredients and seasonal energy, it's very important for that connection to get that best service. So I was always doing those things. And then once I opened my storefront, I did notice that I got a little restless. I was, I don't want to say bored, but kind of, um, and I, I, it was, um, almost like an itch. It was like being itchy and you just, like you were in the sweater and it was just getting really hot and itchy and you needed to take it off. 
And so I started doing more things like having a crystal ball, uh, not ball, excuse me, a crystal bar for people <laughs> that they could go ahead. Guess we'll be and talking pick- about that as well. Oh no. Like <laughs> Um, crystal bar that they could go ahead and choose these crystals, which they were already using with gemstone rollers in any way. Mm-hmm. But I was telling them not only the energetics of that, how that would have you feel energetically and emotionally, but also what benefits it was doing for your skin and then more systemically or um, herbs and bath salts and things like that. If people, you know, I would do the bath salt bar like once a month for like their first Thursdays. And I would always be so curious to see which um, scents or which herbs people were drawn to when they were. And I mean, you can kind of read somebody to filth just doing that. Mm -hmm. A lot of it is being um, paying attention to detail and, and, paying, acknowledging that person. You know what I mean? Cause a lot of times, most people, it's not even about being heard. It, it's, it's just being acknowledged. Mm-hmm. So I started doing more of that. I started doing, um, coming out of the broom closet a little bit more, uh, offering readings for people, you know what I mean? Cause I'd be pulling cards for them anyway. So why not make it more of an official thing? Right. And little by little, um, the Reiki and things like that, they just became part of the service outwardly. I wasn't keeping it a secret anymore. A lot of times people would just be like, I don't understand it. Like I've gone to some of the best brow people and my brows look good, but I don't feel the same or I still have a headache or something like that. And they're like looking at me, well, I mean, I do brows. I don't treat headaches, but for some reason, when I come to you, well, maybe it's because I'm working with selenite or I'm releasing this or I'm releasing that or blah, 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 or, you know, and I was just more forward with what I was doing. Mm -hmm. Once you became more comfortable, because I've talked about this before. Um, you know, I, I feel like I'm only called a witch when I read somebody for filth, (laughs) honestly. Um, but I've spoken before about, you know, as far as terms that are thrown on me, I'll identify as like a spiritualist Mm -hmm. or a spiritual teacher. You know, I have those, you know, since we can, we can pick and choose adjectives and pronouns and all of that these days. Uh Uh-huh. Um, I like to identify as those things, but I don't necessarily identify with witch, but you, you identify as kitchen witch. Like you're okay with that. Yeah. Like I'm getting other things, but my life has has rapidly um, shifted. I'm getting more comfy with being a witch every day. And it's so funny that we're talking about this because I remember a client friend of mine, you know, uh, we were walking down the street and we were done. I closed shop for the day and I was walking her to wherever she had to go. And she bumped into someone and she was like, this is my friend, the witch. And I was like, <laughs> I was so taken aback. And you know, it's funny because I had just read cards for her. I did Reiki. <laughs> you did all the witchy me, things. Like, deep, dark things. And I was like, this is connected to this and that. And like, this is how you could clear it and heal it and, you know, support yourself and blah, blah, blah. And when she said that, I was mortified. Mm. I looked at this person like, <laughs> she just, you know, like, I'm not a witch. Like, she's just, no, I, I. I'm an esthetician. I do skincare and I'm just very loving. And I I would very much quickly correct people because I was terrified of being called that because I didn't want to scare people or have people, um, think I was crazy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, 
And now I, I'm getting less and less of a fuck. Good. And yeah. every once in a while, I do give a fuck and I got freaked out. And then like, I talk to you and you're like, no, remember who the fuck you are. That's all. Yeah. Stop that. Yeah. <laughs> I know you, um, you introduced me to, you know, like setting more of an intention with, um, with herbal use, not necessarily cannabis use, but like herbs that you put in your, I mean, something as simple as cinnamon in your coffee. We talked about that. So I guess the pivot would be once I didn't have a storefront anymore, once I was not being seen again, in quotations as this, you know, professional business person who had the storefront and did all the things. Once I, once I released that, which was hard and scary and definitely like a blow to one's, uh, ego. Cause you're like, those are the definitions, right. In society of success. And if you're not doing that, what are you doing? Um, but really essentially I made space for other things to support me speak to me more clearly and loudly as to what, um, I should be doing, whether I felt like it or not. Mm -hmm. And what people don't talk about, I think is once you go down that path, there really is no going back. You try and, um, it's like a shut door. So instead of pounding your head on the shut door, you're like, well, this is my life now, strange as it may be. And And so I I talked about that. Yeah. With my pivot too, because yeah. as much as like, everybody's like, Massage oh, I miss therapy. you massaging. I miss I you massaging. And I'm like, oh, yeah. well, maybe I'll just go back. And then because everybody's those like, are nope. comfortable gateway, you know, people talk about gateway drugs, mm-hmm. massage therapy, um, you know, getting your eyebrows done, getting your nails done, you know, you're physically touching that person. Mm-hmm. And those are the gateways to um, deeper modalities of self-care and healing that people think are too woo-woo or this or that. Or a luxury. Um, there's, there's a reason why you tell your hairdresser, your nail person, and your brow person, like your life stories. Right. There's a reason why you feel safe with your massage therapist as you're pretty much naked on their table. Right. There's a vulnerability there and you should feel safe. My God, I, you know, I, I knew more things about people. They trusted me more than sometimes their doctors. So that would be my thing was like, look, your doctor said, like, you really got to go get this checked. <laughs> right. Go get this checked. Right. And you know, sure enough, they would. And they were like, so my doctor said, thank you. Cause like, yeah, <laughs> I needed to get that checked. And I'm like, yeah, good. You know, but a lot of times it need you need that person who you're comfortable with, that you could be vulnerable with Mm -hmm. and people miss you massaging, but what they really need is Shiana's energetic healing. That is so much more than, yeah, than massage. Mm -hmm. So thank you for that. Mm -hmm. So how did you get into all of your Cause I know you don't necessarily call yourself an herbalist yet, but you know, with yeah. your witchery and <laughs> how did you learn so much about herbs and using them in your, in your foods, but in your practice too? Oh my God. It's, it's so strange. So since I was a kid, I was just talking about this ironically to a massage therapist. <laughs> um, and when I was a little girl, like I would say my earliest memory would be around kindergarten. I would go out and I would be called to like certain plants and my mom would call them weeds. And I mean, technically at the time, that's what they were classified as. Um, 
and I would bring her these weeds and she was like, Oh, you know, thank you. But I was like, well, aren't you going to, you know, do something with them? And she would look at me like I was a little crazy, but also child can't Mm -hmm. do that. Um, And she was like, well, honey, they're pretty, but you know, they're weeds. They're really not, you can't eat these. You can't do this. You can't do that. Um, And then I was older looking at stuff and I actually, it would, and you can, and, you know, like you've talked about the dandelions growing in your backyard, Mm -hmm. like that's medicine Mm -hmm. and, um, people don't see that or acknowledge it. I mean, some people do, but on a wider scale, I think now on a broad picture, the big picture, people are seeing that more, but Mm -hmm. especially when I was a kid, like in the eighties, definitely not. They were definitely just weeds. So I, and you know, when you hear enough of that, like, oh, it's just a weed. Oh, you have imagination. Oh, this, oh, that. So you just start thinking either you're crazy or, you know, they're, they're flights of fancy or whimsy um, and you don't pay attention to them. But like I said, you know, you keep kind of getting things to hit you over the head. So, and I'm, this goes out to everybody listening when you keep getting called to go to certain places, do certain things, you have an affinity to something you need to follow that certain mm-hmm. books, certain places you want to travel, um, certain sense there, there's a reason for that. Like your body knows what it needs. And a lot of this is memory. So when I said I was making space, once I went ahead and wasn't seeing, you know, 35 people a day doing eyebrows. Um, I started thinking, Oh my God, I'm a failure. Like, what am I? But that made space for me to remember things. Mm. So all of a sudden I would feel like, I don't know why, but like, I really want to work with this oil or I want to do this, or I want to do that. But I didn't call it that when I created my product line, I just knew what ingredients I wanted. Mm-hmm. And chemists because I'm not a chemist. So I would, you know, make something up, bring it to them and be like, why you could just use this. And I was like, very adamant, like, no, I specifically want these things. And it was because there was a reason. Mm-hmm. So medicine just, behind it. Yeah. And you just, um, like you're the great connector. And so all of a sudden you start meeting people that help you on your way this person knows this person or this person knows this modality that you need for healing. And when you heal that part of yourself, all of a sudden something else opens up. Mm -hmm. You can suddenly like a video game. Yeah. See things, hear things like, God, I, I really need cinnamon in your coffee. Well, maybe you need cinnamon in your coffee because you need to lower your blood sugar. You know what I mean? And doing these, what I call pixie size things every day, add up to big monumental things. You know, everybody always wants these radical transformations. And I'm sure that somebody wants to hear this very dramatic story of like how everything just happened overnight, but it it didn't. A lot of times I just ignored it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't believe in my own power. But when you make space for that, you start seeing real quick all the stuff that you do know and you can do. Mm -hmm. If you- Yeah. Make space for it. Like, look at you, you left with massage and wow. Yeah. All the things that you're doing, the miracles that I see regularly these days. Mm -hmm. And Reiki is a huge part of that. I know you Mm -hmm. talk about it with people all the time since you actually teach it. But once I became attuned to Reiki, I would say that was a defining, you know, um, push. Mm. It was like a flowing of water. 
Yeah. 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 And your Reiki story, um, is a little different from mine because I, you know, I shared after my attunement, I didn't even really like lean into Reiki like that just yet. Um, and I think people feel, you know, people have expectations and they think, oh, I'll learn Reiki. And then all of a sudden I'm glowing or all of a sudden, um, <laughs> I just know everything all, you know, all of a sudden I get that superpower and right. they have or you these... feel amazing and you're healed from everything. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> and, but you had a very different experience after your attunement. <laughs> what I, was, I, what was yours I, like? Cause mine was, I, mine, I just wanted more green things. I wanted to like, I didn't want to drink. I didn't want right. to like, I didn't want to harm my body in any way. Yeah. Like all of a sudden I was like, Oh, I need to do better. Um, you, that was, that was a big thing. Yeah. Okay. But also you had some other things that I did not experience with mine. Um, I did. Nobody, nobody talks about the darker side. Right. That's why I was like, let me, let me, let me <laughs> ask you. All the things that it brings up. Um, a lot of times you receive Reiki and you're like, you know, you're bawling your eyes out an hour later for no apparent reason. No reason. Nothing's wrong in your life. And you're like, am I losing my fucking mind? Have I, am I having a breakdown? Like what's going on? And you're really releasing probably things from 10 years ago, two months ago, or like <laughs> a past life. Who knows? I mean, sometimes right. you know. Um, but with the physical thing, um, I did not want to smoke or be around cigarette smoke to the point that it made me nauseous. Mm. Um, but energetically, yeah, I had this really, um, strange thing where I thought I was the kiss of death. <laughs> um, I felt like animals came to me to die <laughs> and I will never forget, um, Cause yeah, like the food cravings for, and you know, drinking and eating better is definitely, mm -hmm. thing. but I went off, um, one weekend to go away and I was in the hotel lobby and I'm admiring this fish and I'm like, look at me, I'm being peaceful. I'm reeky now. I'm like, maybe I should break you the fish tank, you know, <laughs> or I'm just going to watch these fish for a while. And sure enough, this fish comes like swimming over and it doesn't look like it's doing well. <laughs> it does not look like it is doing well. And I'm like, Oh my God, I should, I should use this gift, mm -hmm. you know, this, this, this healing, let me heal you fish. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the fish did like felt, looked like it felt better for a minute. And then it's gone. Right. It's gone. And I was like, Oh my God, I killed a fish. I have horrible energy. <laughs> Clearly I'm doing something wrong. And like, I didn't want to tell anybody because nobody wants to share that. They think they might be killing things. Right. Um, so I didn't want to Reiki anything for a while. <laughs> and this kept happening to me like little wounded animals outside. If I was going for a walk or a butterfly, I seriously spent 15 minutes in the middle of a parking lot trying to Reiki a butterfly. <laughs> And the damn thing still died. And I was like devastated. And this woman that was a neighbor who I didn't know. And honestly, she kind of always gave me a little bit of a creepy energy. Like I didn't talk to her too much. She came over and she's like, what are you doing? And I was like, nothing. And she was like, are you trying to help this butterfly? And I was like, maybe I was concerned, you know, like just a concerned citizen, ma'am. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And she was like, mm. it was like the butterflies time or whatever. And she just kind of walked away. And I was like, oh, Jesus. And I remember finally, it was so traumatic for me that I asked my Reiki teacher. And I was like, I don't, I, something's wrong. Like I'm broken. <laughs> and she was like, no. <laughs> she said, actually, um, you help things um, like basically transfer to the other side. Mm. You're kind of like they're like kind of like they're your one foot in and one foot out anyway. And you're just kind of helping them ease into that transition. And I was like, I don't want to fucking transition dying. <laughs> like, no, which makes horrible. sense though for you because like I consider you, and we discussed this recently, um, you know, because the readings that you do are often channeled messages from even ancestors. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you do, (laughs) I don't want to say it like this, but also you do commune with the dead a little bit, you know? Yeah, I do. But I didn't know that then. Mm. And I was terrified. I thought I was killing butterflies and fish and fluffy squirrels. This is horrible. Um, But then I, you know, a lot of those things, those are wounds that either, you know, we inflict on ourselves or we get from society, you know, it's like, cause God forbid you should be doing something good. We just automatically assume that something's wrong with us or we have a problem. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I started realizing a lot of times the thoughts that popped into my head. Cause it's not, I mean, not for me anyway, like the movies where you're like, you know, Patrick Swayze is standing next to you and like, right, you know right. what I mean? But also kind of because like she didn't always see him and she was like, what is it? But I would just think like, clearly I'm a little crazy or I have um, um, an overactive mind. Mm-hmm, this must be mm-hmm. anxiety, like all these thoughts and everything. I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know how to channel it. I didn't know what it was. And then one day I started saying things out loud, doing eyebrows because it was so loud and so annoying. And I was like, fuck it. If I'm crazy, I'm crazy. (laughs) And I said to a client, I was like, this is going to sound really weird and really crazy, but you've known me for a long time. Just go with it. And I, I was like, your daughter and blah, blah, blah. And, And she just like stopped and just stared at me. And I was like, Oh God, why did you do this? And she was like, she's has this thing going on at school. And she told me this whole in-depth story. And she's like, She's like, I've never even talked to you about the school that she goes to, or I've never told you anything. She's like, how did you know this? Mm-hmm. Like, who, how do you know about Anderson or mm-hmm. Otis or whatever? And I was like, I don't know, but this is what you should maybe want to try, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, the more you do that, it's like, it's like exercising. It's like a muscle, just like anything else you know, or the more you pay attention to it, the more clarity. And of course, intention is, is key. You want clarity and also discernment. If there's anything that you should learn, it is discernment. Sometimes you are not meant to speak it. Right. Sometimes, sometimes you're not not meant to know it. (laughs) No. And then also too, sometimes that energy is very much like something you order in a restaurant. You want to send that shit back. Mm -hmm. I did not order this. Mm -hmm. Like, no. Um, There is a woman, I just discovered her in October, and I'm hoping I'm saying her name right. Miriam Hassana, I think her name is. Um, And she said something about being, I think it was her, a bit about being a recovering empath. Mm. 
Like you don't need to be wearing like this empathic thing, like a badge of honor. You can absolutely send that back, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so if, if you find yourself struggling that you feel everyone's emotions, like you don't have to, you can right. send it back right. and learn how to, you know, um, I don't want to say protect yourself, but no, be that's, that's with protection too, though. But yeah. on, like have, um, I don't even want to say defense mechanism, but I've talked about that before that tool that I learned from access bars. Um, and I've even like put up a video return to sender with consciousness attached. Yep. <laughs> then yeah, back. exactly. Very much so. And, and filtering, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, uh, being able sometimes you just want to turn things off, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and then sometimes, you know, no matter how much you want to turn it off, it, it keeps coming at you. Right. Uh, and then, you know, it's like, all right, fine. <laughs> enough already. (laughs) So Um, you get your channeled messages. I know some things just come to you uh, like mm -hmm. word vomit, but, um, you know, you've pulled cards for me several times, but, um, you'd be surprised or probably not surprised to know at all. Um, before it was blurbed out of your mouth, one of the topics that I wrote on here to discuss, can you see that? Questions for Brooke Cap. Capricorn crystal ball, crystal ball oh. is on here. Uh huh. And you, you Freudian slipped it. So I just found that interesting. <laughs> so here and drink my water. <laughs> what? So, okay. I don't have a crystal ball, um, nor do I all the way have the superpower that you have clairvoyance. What is using a crystal ball? Like um, do you, or maybe it's just not your time or you haven't tapped into it yet, or you don't think you can, because first of all, guys, hydration is key for both like your aesthetic and crystal ball. Right. right. So, I'm drinking, I've been uh, drinking my water while we've been hydration's here. good. And water's kind of like a conduit for me. So I do my best crystal ball gazing usually while I'm in the tub. <laughs> um, I, again, when I was a kid, I was fascinated with them. And uh, finally, like my mom broke down. Uh, Of course. Um, She got me a little one and um, I just kind of kept it all these years. I remember I would stare at it and I was like waiting for like, you know, some dramatic cloud to appear and and nothing. And I was like, yeah, um, no, not nothing. But uh, (laughs) when I closed my shop, (laughs) (laughs) um, I got a crystal ball. And I started kind of looking at it a little bit more. Um, and yeah, you you see things. Again, it's not necessarily like Harry Potter. Sometimes you get visions that are pretty clear, but they don't make sense. Mm-hmm. So the best thing to do, again, to quote you, is write that shit down mm-hmm. because it doesn't always make sense. But then, especially with 2020, shit happened that I never thought it would Right. Right. And I was like, oh, wow. Well, maybe that's not so crazy. Um, But I would say starting it would be, let me backtrack before the crystal ball of 2020 decanters, you know how they have like a, almost like a little crystal ball on top. Mm -hmm. Sometimes years before this, I would walk into the room like and catch the light just right. Or like you see something out of the corner of your eye or you see something in the decanter and you're like, man, that looks like a, that's how it starts. Mm. So for those of you who are in the shower and you're looking at your tile and like, gee, that looks like an owl or a panther or a jaguar or whatever. Um, you might be onto something there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, 
a lot of times you're just seeing um, shapes and and different things uh, as you're staring at something, especially anything glass. Um, so it's called scrying. So it doesn't necessarily, you don't necessarily need a crystal ball. Some people could do it with like a, a dark bowl of water, or you have like a, like a, a like a, like a, a black mirror, you mm-hmm. know, that was the thing like Nostradamus used that. And now you have like the show black mirror. I mean, technically mm-hmm. we all have little black mirrors with our phones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So while that screen is dark, like that's something too. But of course, think about all the energy. That mm-hmm. comes through your phone, so I wouldn't suggest that. Well, I smudge my phone. Yeah, see. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just a matter of not trying too hard, but also discipline to keep doing it. And as I say this, I'm like digging my fingernail into my hand because um, I used to be really good about, you know, this bath time was Mondays mm-hmm. and that was my day that I would crystal ball things. Mm-hmm. And, um, I haven't been doing that every week. Like I should. Really, that's a little nudge. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> a little um, big nudge. So a lot of it is, it's not that you can't do it. One, you don't believe that you can. And two, you're not making the time or the space or you're not having the discipline. Right. Um, or you're dismissing it. My God, all the things that I have dismissed over the years, mm-hmm. thinking like, oh, that doesn't mean anything. And like, literally you're being hit over the head with it. Right. Again and again, until again like you're on again. the floor and you're like, shit, mm-hmm. I, I saw that coming. Didn't I? Yeah. Or you start creeping yourself out? Like, man, we were just talking about this mm-hmm. or I just saw this the other day on mm-hmm. the side of the road. And the song you know. was just on or the uh-huh. song comes on with whatever thoughts you're having. And it's like confirmation of the thoughts you're having. They're like breadcrumbs. Yes. It was like Hansel and Gretel. Even, I don't, at that point, I feel like it's not even breadcrumbs. It's like loaves of bread. Like it is like, bitch, mm-hmm. I know you see me. Well, they definitely grow. <laughs> yes. It becomes like breadcrumbs, you know, English muffins. Right, 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 right. Of bread. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, like there's like a pizza. Like, right. <laughs> you're, you're like, oh, wow. Okay. I can't ignore this now. Like this isn't little crumb. This is an entire like hollow bread right in front of me. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. So yeah that it's um it comes but yeah sometimes it would just it's you get glimpses it starts out as glimpses so whether or not you dismiss them or you decide to sit with that um is really is really up to you now there is okay you know you know I'm a Capricorn but Mm -hmm. also you know because you know me that I have a Venus placement in Capricorn which is like Love life, romance, it's beauty, like beauty, but mm-hmm. also like it's that's I feel like that's a rough place to have a Venus placement. A and don't bit. forget money, money, all the things. Yes, all the you things. You can even say art, <laughs> arts up there with yeah. Venus. So yeah. like uh, any kind of luxury. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And okay, so that is <laughs> currently going retrograde coming up on the nineteenth. Mm-hmm. Correct. I think the 19th and that's, I think, I think so. And it goes, I think till like the middle of January. I mean, we no, I feel like it's four months. Over. No. Yeah. No, yeah, I feel like it's four months. I mean, Holy double hell. check. I'm going right. to do that right now. I'm freaking out. In my head, it ended up at like March, the end of March, maybe. I don't know, but you can confirm that for me because oh, if so, really? I just feel like, um, how do we prepare for such things? 40 days and 40 nights. Okay. It's not four months. It's 40 days. 
Yeah. 40 days and 40 nights. (laughs) Um, And there's like a whole reason why that is. And we're not even going to get into that because that's like real deep, but um, yeah. And let us just be, now that we're talking about the timing of it, um, remember retrogrades, they have a shadow like mm-hmm. a precursor right. and then like uh like a little bit of a hangover so right. to speak. And so you want to make sure you don't want them as definitive bookends. You want to give or take a few days. Right. You know, when Mercury comes out of retrograde, I mean it's not just like hey, no like, no no, know, no. there's still fuckery afoot. No, it's they're stumbling around in their apartment. They're bumping into things. They can't find the light switch. They just knocked over a glass of water, you know. So with any kind of retrograde, um, that's that's something to think of. But yeah, um, and Capricorn rules foundations. You know, you're a mountain goat. Yes. You know, how are you, um, you know, Capricorns will be that people like they'll be sympathetic or empathetic, but also like, well, what are you doing about it? What are you doing right. to back that up? Like, right. don't be bitching and crying about this. Like Without when a plan. you went ahead and I just saw you, you know, do whatever, you mm-hmm. know, they're, mm-hmm. they, 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 um, it is they're what it is. real. Yeah. yeah. They're your yeah, real yeah. friends, you know, and when you need that little bit of tough love, Um, but with that said, I don't want people to fear, (laughs) fear this, you know, this is supposed to be, um, like a weather report, you know, if you know, it's going to rain, maybe you should bring an umbrella. And if it doesn't rain, no big deal. Right. So what, okay. You did pull a card for this, uh, Venus retrograde that is taking place. I did. And we set an intention for those who are listening. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I picked, um, there's so many different kinds of decks. And a lot of times I work with oral Oracle decks, oral decks. Mm-hmm. but, um, this, this tarot deck that I have, and I have a few, this is my favorite. It's like the joy of life and it's very whimsical and, uh, in light. Um, so I thought that was very, very heart related too. So I thought that was good for this energy. So I picked the four of swords. Um, and this, this is kind of like a retreat for me into kind of going into that darkness a little bit. And we said that it starts around the 19th. That's just a few days before solstice, which is the darkest day. Winter solstice is the darkest day of the year. Um, And if you think about it, um, everything that grows into something bigger in life starts in the dark, Mm -hmm. whether you're in the womb or in the ground, you know, or you're that you know, the chrysalis, you know, with the butterfly. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is very much as like, I feel like a transitional time. Um, it's definitely a time to spend some time in quiet alone. Hmm. Okay. Which, so, you know, if you think of like that energy of Venus, like, you know, very out there, you know, and like shining and everything right now, it's, it it will, it will be not right now, but it will be a time to allow yourself, um, rest and kind of like restoring balance and taking that step back, which is great for Capricorn, you know, with the mountain go to look at the big picture, Mm -hmm. you know, as they stand on the cliff and make sure that, you know, their footing, is is solid because the other card that is more of like the situation here is is this fulfillment it's the world card okay so i very much 
feel like this is success and accomplishment, um, kind of like a a completion of a cycle Mm. and not just like completing a cycle, like, okay, that's done. It's, it's, it's a successful completion and, you know, not things don't always look how we want them to, but make no mistake that everything around you at that time is interconnected and it would do you good to envision that and really, um, acknowledge that things are exactly how they should be or are going to be exactly how they are meant to be. And that's going to be something with, you know, um, like a powerful harmony, you know, Mm -hmm. abundance and all those things that I feel Venus would rule, but you know, you do, you will be met with some spiritual manifestations of, you know, your inner and your outer world. So you really with Capricorn, you know, I've been talking about this, um, recently, actually I made an Instagram post like a couple days ago and it was very much of like, I've been talking about this actually since 2020, but Mm -hmm. you know, you might be asked, do you have the foundational support for the things that Venus rules that you want into Mm -hmm. your life? You know what I mean? And if you don't have that support, what are you, what are you doing to get it? Are you, you know, repeating like kind of like the same toxic cycles with the same toxic people and like, oh, that's such an overused word. I almost hate doing that, but, um, you know, it's, you need to really act accordingly because when those wishes, when that world starts coming at your feet, if, you know, if you don't have that right foundation, you're going to feel that shake up and those bumps along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't have to be that way. And you just, you, you need to really just take a breath. You know, it's okay to go within. It's okay to kind of wait things out. Um, you know, I would say to, to, um, especially with, you know, money things, you know, don't be surprised if you see a lot of, um, need another word for foundational, but like things that we rely on getting a little crazy. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't personally, I'm not giving anybody advice, but personally, like I wouldn't be doing, um, really, uh, big, bold, investments on a whim. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Not that you should do those anyway, but sometimes that works out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think you Venus maybe, retrograde. <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe you should think twice about it. Or maybe you've been holding off on things that you knew would bring you more abundance or more security. Mm-hmm. Um, and you haven't been doing it. So then it's a push. But also too with relationships, you know, and then don't forget about the relationship with yourself, that self-love. You know, what is that looking like? Um, You know, a lot of healing and that healing can come in really good ways. Not all healing has to be like weeping and gnashing of teeth. Right. Maybe you just have like brilliant moments of clarity where you're like, man, I'm blocking my blessings. And I feel like that's actually going to be like an aha moment for someone. Like you say you want these things. Are you, are you acting accordingly right. or are you finally getting those things? And you're like questioning skeptical. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you, so, and you're so skeptical that you're like, well, you know, we got to go ahead and put up this front 
you know what I mean? Or be somebody else for protection. Like, and that's definitely not going to serve anybody. Right. At all. Right. So mm, then there's that. And, oh, wow. This literally, I went to go put the cards back and the death card fell out. So, um, and that doesn't mean anybody's going to die. Okay. That's just that, that ending. Okay. I really feel that there's going to be for many people, like a completion of a cycle, probably even karmically. Mm. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of those things come out, um, and come into play things that maybe you've been in the dark about even don't be surprised. I mean, in retrogrades, we always say about exes and old relationships, even friendships coming back. Um, you know, even if those people aren't physically coming back into your life, maybe those lessons, that energy, something about it is going to be revisited that you finally put it to bed or it's healed or you clear it and you're like done. And right. remember that every time you heal yourself, like you're healing people around you, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's those of you who have children, especially little girls, um, uh, or, you know, your ancestors or just, you know, the people that you come into contact with every, every day. Mm-hmm. But those are, yeah, it's, it's going to be a very interesting time. So but if you're doing anything for like beauty, big changes with your hair, or, you know, um, uh, you want to buy like some kind of fancy jewelry or something like that. Wait um, until I January. Get, no, I would get that done kind of now. Like if you don't, See, have we don't know, done, we don't know when this is being put out. So I'm, wait until I'm after gonna, January. Oh yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. If you don't, if you don't get it in, in mid December by the 15th, you need to wait probably man, like February, February. <laughs> I would say February. That makes sense. But man, I don't know. Cause then we go into a mercury retrograde. So I don't know. We'll have to just see how the energy is. I don't want to, I don't like looking too far ahead. A lot of people do that. Like they'll be posting about the full moon at like, you know, the waxing moon. And it's great to have that foresight. But I think a lot of times too, we're, we're not here in the now. So we're constantly either freaking out about the past or we're already planning for the future. And there's nothing wrong with that, but don't forget to ground and root yourself here mm-hmm. and now, because that's where you are now. And you need to work with that energy so you can go ahead and that is still energetically affecting both the past and the future, right? How you're acting right now, that could totally shift an outcome of what you're doing right now. Thank you for coming to my time. <laughs> um, do you have any other final words for, for your reading for the listeners? Uh, words of advice. There's a little, you touch on your ethereal aesthetics. So a recommendation for self-care for Uh, that kind of energy. I would definitely say, um, God, I always say all the time, like showering, bathing, things like that. Um, making sure that the energy you're feeling is, is yours, you know, kind of getting off the outside world, but, um, I would say meditation and then I, I would say Reiki, but also, uh, maybe some facial reflexology to get you, um, honing in on a deeper level of, of how you're feeling and what part of your body needs support. And then of course, aesthetically that's going to come through, but with people that have, especially with matters of the heart, doing anything um, that makes your heart feel lighter mm. or more clear, 
Mm -hmm. Um, people who have been dealing with a lot of heaviness and, and heartbreak and heartache. Um, I feel like that is going to be released and resolved for you in one way or another. So to be very gentle with yourself and doing very, um, nurturing, warming things, maybe, you know, when you're putting, uh, your body lotion or oil on, you know, like warming it a little bit first and really kind of loving your body as you're putting it in, maybe start speaking a mantra or affirmation, a spell, um, as you're doing stuff. And I, I go ahead and I, you know, I post those for different things, or if you're a luminary member, it's kind of like a beauty box every month, Mm -hmm. sort of. Um, and I usually give some specific treatment for the ethereal aesthetic. So I'll go ahead and whatever energy that I'm working with, I'll tell you what kind of self-care to do and maybe that affirmation or spell to speak with it. So you could work with that energy a little bit more authentically. Okay. What's your medicine? I would have to say hands down the ocean. Mm, Why the ocean? I mean, I know why I like it, but... I mean, I feel like it's been that way from as far back as I can remember. Um, I, I grew up going to the ocean. Um, and then I was fortunate enough when I was in my um, early teens that I lived very, very close to the ocean, like, you know, a five minute drive. And I, um, it, it cleans and clears you. It fills you. It heals you. It, it, it nourishes you. Um it revitalizes and it celebrates with you. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? The, it could be as rough and stormy as, as you are feeling and as calm and peaceful um, as you need it to be. And, you know, there's very few things that aren't healed from salt water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for me, for me, it's true. It's so true. And, you know, our body is made up mostly of water and we need salt. Like when you go to the hospital and you get fluids, there, there's got to be salt in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has to be the like an ocean, the sea for me. The Gulf is fine, but it doesn't quite do it. I just, I, I am definitely an ocean girl, hands down. <laughs> Where can the people find you if they want to schedule such a thing? Uh, you can find me on browtopia.com. You can find me on the Instagram. There's link tree. There's links in my bio. Um, I was on Clubhouse quite a bit on Wednesdays. I got to schedule that differently because I am in school right now um, for herbalism at the exact time (laughs) that I used to host Kitchen Witch Wednesdays. So, But I will make a return eventually to Clubhouse. But I would say, um, yeah, Browtopia.com and Instagram are probably the best ways to connect with me. Okay. Thank you for joining us today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning in to Who You Call in Holistic. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share. You can find me and all my services on Shiana.com. That's S-H-E-A-N-A-H. 